In a dark place, Gendre found herself thinking very much about darkness. She could close her eyes, if she was allowed to, if, and that would be a kind of voluntary darkness, willful ignorance. No. Outside, overhead, it was night already, God's darkness, or it ought to be. More than moon and stars hung over the city now, though, and more than lamps and firelight spat back. There was a bridge built by magicians on the dreams of children. That was a dark thing in itself, for all its sullen glowing. To find the true dark these days, which meant all the long days of her short life, she had never known any other days than these. You had to turn inward, into houses, rooms, beds, into hearts and minds and motives. Physical dark Gendre had found in a pinch box, a black beer, the closed litter that had fetched her to her fate, the mind's darkness she had found in the man who had pronounced it, the sultan, fat and mad, whose word had sent her here. This... This was a dark place, despite its lights and fires. It was deep underground, as such places always were. She felt the weight of stone above her like a shadow on her mind. Real shadows shifted in every corner like her thoughts, tentative and fleeting and constantly renewed, every one a cold touch, a promise of what would come. There was a table, there were chains. They were dark, made of dark things, old stained oak and iron. There was a brazier, its bars glowing almost as brightly as its coals. Bars and coals both couldn't hide their black, dark hearts. Like the bridge, dark things did glow sometimes. There was a box of knives and other implements, a heavy wooden box of them beside the table. They might have been bright and shining in the light, except that shadows lurked within the box. There was a floor. She knew that. She was standing on it. Its flags struck chill through her slippers, and even the cold was an aspect of the dark. She didn't need to look down to know how the floor would look. There were walls, of course, Without walls, there couldn't be corners for the shadows to dance in. She had a wall at her back, only she wouldn't lean against it any more than she would look down. She kept her spine straight, her head up, her eyes open while the darkness ranged all around her like wolves around a sheepfold. All the walls were dark. Dark stone, damp stone, sodden with misery. The ceiling's shadows were complex and impenetrable. The men whose space this was kept it that way, she thought, holding all their lights low so that walls and pillars rose into a darkness thick enough to overhang all their doings here. There was a door, a black door, and she might have thought that darkest of all because she knew what lay beyond it all the worlds of light. She might have. She did not. 
There were men here with her, dark of eyes and dark of dress, dark all through to the core of them. Their white, deceptive hands. Oh, she would not think of what those hands would do. She would not need to think. She could watch it all. She could watch it soon. Soon. The door swung open. In they came. More men wrapped in their cruel darkness. And among them her own beloved Salem. He was naked and beautiful by torchlight. But what of that? She had seen his skin before and loved it utterly. Today all she felt, all she could feel, was a chilly relief that he was uncut, unmarked, not beaten or misused.